Freedom Junkies. Welcome to the, uh, another episode of Freedom Junkie Radio Podcast. Today, I'm over the moon to be talking to Denise Aguilar. She's my guest. And let me just give you a little bit of an introduction. Denise is the founder of Mamalisha, the co-founder of Freedom Angels, the president of SJC Liberty Coalition, and the Northern California chapter leader for Lexit, which is the Latino exit from the Democratic Party. Denise takes it to another level when making waves, getting things done, and taking life by the horns. So uh, all the things that you're into right now, I want to talk about all this yeah. stuff, but I'm also fascinated by how you ended up where you are, like how you, <laughs> how you got so passionate to the point where you, you're such an activist. And, and yeah. so there's two reasons that I wanted to interview you today. One is that I wanted to um, just expose what you're doing to more people. So that just to give you another another platform, this voice for freedom that you are, but I also wanted you, you're such an inspiration, Denise. I mean, Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I've never spoken with you before and I can't even imagine how you have enough hours in the day to do everything you do. And you're a mom, right? I am, I'm a homeschooling mom. So it's, yeah, it's definitely, I only homeschool one right now. I have a middle son in public school and then I have a 23 year old daughter. So she's, she's out of the system. Thank God. <laughs> okay. Well, so the, I want to get to how you became so passionate. Why don't we just start there? How did yeah. you get so passionate about uh, freedom and, and hitting the pavement for really the, I want to say the, the future of humanity. You know? Yeah. Um, well, in 2012, I met my husband who, um, over lunch, he said, you know, the kids are really sick. Um, have you read a vaccine insert? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I so said, my first, my first response was, you're one of those conspiracy theorists, aren't you? I was like intrigued. Um, and he happened to have one in his pocket. And so I went home, I read it, I got my kids medical records, and I cross tracked everything. And I was like, whoa, it was enough to make me pause. Um, and then in 2015, in California, SB 277 was introduced that removed um, philosophical and religious exemptions to vaccines for K through 12 children. And I kind of got my toes wet a little bit. And he took me to my first protest. And I'm like, this is wild. I can't believe this. I'm here. Um, and previously before that, I, I was actually, um, I'm from Stockton, California, and I was a, for, I'm a former gang member. Um, and so I, I shifted. I'm like, what are you doing? Um, what is this? I don't, my head exploded. And then in 2019, um, SB 276 was introduced and my team led the strategy against killing that bill. Unfortunately, it passed, but my, um, I formed with my partner, Freedom Angels. Uh, we started civil disobedience at the California Capitol. We locked down the Capitol for 11 days. We chained our friends to the doors of the Capitol. We blocked driveways because this was an extreme bill. Um, it removed okay, so what, all... what are these bills? The bills that you've been fighting, what are they about? So uh, 277, again, removed philosophical and religious exemptions, and SB 276 removed all functional exemptions in California. It is all vaccines, no exemptions no exceptions. And so my child was already um, had reactions already. So did my oldest. And so I was very angry. Um, I was a lifelong Democrat. Um, I went to the Capitol. I tried to talk to my politicians and every single time they closed the door on my face. 
um, health freedom for some reason is the pariah at the Capitol because we stand for human rights. We're not going to let politicians and bureaucrats make medical decisions for our kids. And just, it just blossomed from there. There's, you know, my, my passion is my kids. Uh, and I, you know, I have a background of um, being, you know, fighting different people thinking they're coming into my neighborhood when all along it was the people at the Capitol who I should have been focusing on. And so it just, it blew up. We, um, you know, we started, Freedom Angel started training people in politics, how to interface with politicians. Um, right now we're fighting a bill, SB 866, which is, uh, it allows minors to consent to all vaccines without parental consent or knowledge. We are one to two votes away from killing the bill, the first win we've ever had in health freedom in California. And it's just from hitting the streets, being boots okay. on the ground. So how can people help you with that? If you're in California, you would need to contact your assembly member. You can find, go to findyourrep.legislature.ca.gov, find your Democratic assembly members, ask them to vote no or abstain from SB 866, and no amendments are accepted. I think right now we're going to be doing some training tomorrow via Zoom. On my page, there's a link on how you can get involved, and we're going to do some local district training on how you can get engaged in politics and help us kill the bill. Okay, so for those of you who are going to be listening to this podcast after I post it on Freedom Junkie Radio, I will have all of this information about Denise and her, uh, the ways that you can get involved with her organizations or anything that she's mentioned, um, I'll put in the show notes. So don't think you've missed it. Um, so I know that you're very active in California, which I mean, you're there in the belly of the beast, you know, yeah. we've got a little bit more freedom over here in Texas, you know. We homeschool and it's great because we don't even have to, I was just talking to a girl who's a friend of mine, who well, a friend of my son, who she homeschools in Ohio, and they just had the local representative from the school system come over and, and have to check off everything they're learning. And I'm like, that's, yeah, it's ridiculous. In Texas, we apparently we have the best, the easiest homeschool laws. There are none. We don't have to report to anybody. You know, so. California, the same. That's one of the things that we have here. We do not report to anybody, but we can be sure that's going to change probably next legislative session. Well, so if people are, are fascinated by your activism and what you do, and they don't live in California, what do you recommend they do to help with the fight? Well, what we do is on a national level. It's not just California. We have an initiative called United Counties of America, and it's we train people county by county across the U.S. on how to get involved in politics. It's, it's all the same. They've tried to make it muddy and they try to make it confusing, but it is all the same. We have the we have very effective strategy. We've been able to turn constitutional counties in Nevada, um, and we've been able to just change politics in different states. So I'm excited to find finally be able to change it in my my own state but we are from we're all over the u.s it, it's the same for mom militia this is it's an all women's prep group and it's a national organization we have hundreds of women who are creating new communities you know let's talk about mom militia for a minute because that was the very first time i ever heard of you was i think my husband pointed it out to me he was like you should you'd like these ladies um <laughs> So it's, it, from my understanding, it's kind of, it's, it's a play on the word militia and mm -hmm. mama. So it's mama Alicia and it's uh, empowering women to, it, particularly uh, all women and everybody, but particularly, I want to say single women, single moms who might not feel empowered to like own a gun or feel prepped. And so tell us a little bit about mama Alicia and how people yeah. could get involved in that. 
Yeah. So mom militia is an all women's prep group. We're not a militia. If you look at the original context of a militia, it is an organized group of people. So we're not front lines. We are not trying to go and start fights. We are creating a new way forward. So it's from women from all different types of backgrounds. We have single moms, we have married, you know, moms, we have people who aren't moms. Um, it's just women who are ready to create, to create something else. And in our group, we train on survival skills. We, you know, um, the firearms piece is a very small piece of what we do. We, we support women. We support two way. We support women knowing how to handle firearms safely and effectively. Um, but we are also creating another community. Each member is vetted. We go through a huge background process and then they create their own community. So when things go crazy, like they are, um, we share food between each other. We have food societies. We have educational societies. So we have homeschool pods. Um, we have, you know, community gardens, we, we learn how to survive, we do skills in real time training. And so this was my baby after SB 277 or 276 was passed. I kind of sat back and I said, whoa, women are not ready for what's going to come. Women are not ready for securing food. They're not ready on how to protect their families. And most of all, they're not ready on how to homeschool. And so our, our mission is to create these homeschool pods to where our children have their own friends, have their own community. We have education and survival and how to you know, forage, how to build forts, how to do all the things that our grandparents knew how to do and that we've lost it because of the you know, technology and all the, all the cool things that have now come our way. Okay, so if someone wanted to find out if there's a chapter of Mom Militia already in their area, what would they do? Uh, they go to our website, Mom Militia, and I can't say it on here. You actually can't share it because it'll get flagged, but it's Mom Militia, D-O-T-O-R-G. Um, you know, <laughs> it is crazy. Um, you know, we did our, our initial picture and all of us with our firearms and there's nothing wrong with that picture. It's actually the, my favorite picture in the whole world. And mainstream media called us every word in the book that they want to um, censor us, ban us. You can't share our website online. Um, and so you can go to our locations tab and see where we're at. If you don't see your location, we train you on how to create your own community and we give you all the tools, the classes that we hold. If you were to go outside the community, they would be thousands of dollars. Um, we have women who are trained uh, functional practitioners. We have chiropractors. We have herbalists who we do once a month training, and we show you how to exit the system. So it's a really great organization with amazing ladies. And let me tell you, these ladies are the most organized ladies I've ever met in my life. <laughs> They're wow. ready to go. I mean, it sounds to me like it's based so in our fundamental American ideals of being uh, self-sufficient, independent, there for each other, community, that kind of thing. And for, for it not to be like that which we shall not speak of just shows the, the crazy upside down world we're living in. I mean, so apparently you got kicked off this platform recently and uh, you have My to time. Yeah, reinventing. It's yeah. I'm I'm real careful of what I post here too. Um, I don't know if we if if we're allowed to promote our Telegram channels on Instagram or not. But um, that's a a much better way of communicating with me or seeing what I post yeah, on Telegram same. because yeah, there it's free speech over there at least for the time being. So, uh, yeah. and I see you over there. You've got a nice following. So okay, we've talked about Mom Alicia. We've talked about um, we we haven't talked about your uh. The, the Lexit, we've talked about your, your work with um, 
the Congress there in California and the bills that you that you're working on right now, the bill, it, it has to do with medical freedom as well. The one that y'all are working on right now. Yeah, SB 866. There's two. Well, there was 15 extreme bills Two that um, we are trying to kill. SB 866 allows 15 year olds to get vaccinated without parental consent or knowledge. And when you have 15 year olds dealing with social pressure, discrimination at schools, um, segregation at schools and bribery with pizza or gift cards. It's a very dangerous president to set um, and it allows and opens the door for other medical procedures to be hidden from parents. Um, and, you know, we've already seen what that uh, Senator Scott Weiner wants to make our state a sanctuary state for trans kids. And so this opens the door for that. We also have AB 2098, which criminalizes doctors um, going against the CDC narrative, and it will remove their medical license if they go against the narrative with shots, um, treatments, or interventions, anything that they feel is appropriate to treat a certain illness, um, they will have their medical license removed if they speak out on it so that's already flying through um assembly senate we you know it's gonna be very difficult to to kill that bill if we don't have a spotlight on it so they are going to affect the whole nation if we can kill sb 866 in the worst terrain then you know any state can kill it in the best terrain so we're trying really hard to shine the light and to show that Democrats and Republicans can come to the table and discuss parental rights as a nonpartisan issue. It shouldn't be down party lines. Yeah. It, and so one of the things you're involved with is, is Lexit, which is the Latino exit from the Democratic Party, yes. which I, I don't buy into a party. I'm a libertarian with a small L. I, I think that both parties are, are problematic, that the two party yep. system is problematic. Um, but I think perhaps where, uh, and I'll ask you, but it seems to me if someone's involved in a, like an exit type thing, it, it's um, because that um, group of people, that stratum of people were expected to be Democrats. Yes. And uh, tell, tell us a little bit about your involvement with Lexit. Yeah, so you're I- the Northern California chapter leader. Correct. Among all um, the other things you do. <laughs> right. I know. Um, yes. And so let me just be clear. I am not a Republican. Um, I do not look at party lines. I think that is the greatest lie ever told is that we should have a two party system. That's why we're here. Amen. Um, you know, so I am not a Republican, but I was raised. I'm, I'm Mexican. And in, in Latino culture, we are raised Democrat and Catholic. That is that's just culturally what we are. And, uh, you know, I was a lifelong, I, I didn't look at politics. I just saw the, the D by the name and that's how we voted. Same with my mother um, and my whole family. And so I joined Lexit a few months back. Um, I was asked to be the chapter leader for Northern California. And Lexit is a, na the, a national, it's a national organization. It's the largest Latino movement um, in the U.S. And what we try to do is show Latinos that you are not meant to you know, vote Democrat all the time. What we're meant to do is look at the policies of these representatives, look at who funds them, look at where they get their money and where their stance is and see if they actually align with the Latino culture. We are God, family, hard work, and none of that aligns with us when it comes to the Democrats because they don't want to give us a, a country of opportunity. They continue to give us people handouts. They continue to create bills that impede on our personal freedoms. And then they expect us to vote for them. And yeah. so when I joined Lexit, 
my goal here is not to turn people Republican. It is to look at the Democrats and see how they've destroyed our country. They've destroyed our family unit and show Latinos that you do not have to be a Democrat just to be a Latino. And it's, it's a wonderful movement. We have hundreds of people across the United States and we're in the communities We're we're no longer silent and we're not going to be shamed by mainstream media calling and mainstream media called me a white supremacist with a tan. And so we're not going to do that anymore. We don't play that. And, uh, you know, Lexit is a very powerful movement. And we're going to show the Democrats that you, you messed up. You left us. And now we're going to course correct. Well, yeah, I mean, I just getting people to, to break through their, 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 you know, when they've been told what to think. And then just to recognize that. And go, hold on a minute. I get to think for myself. You know, and, and so I love it that the, so you're just waking people up. You're not telling them what to do or what to think. It's just think. Yeah. Just think, yeah. just lift the veil and just think for yourself. We, we can't, we have to stop being scared of what mainstream media or what other people call us because we don't align with, with what they're saying. We have every opportunity here in the United States as immigrants and as Americans to have the best life possible and that's with that's with hard work that's with determination my family came here from mexico they were farm workers my mom uh organized in march with cesar chavez and so we we can recognize when there's a human rights violation and there's a human rights violation right now well so egregious and so many and i think that um once you get called some names, I think it's a feather in your cap because it means they have no, there's no real ammo against you. There's nothing, you're speaking the truth. And so um, speaking of having fear, you have no fear. You are out there, you, your face is out there, your name is out there. You, you, you have to reinvent yourself on, on Instagram and other platforms where you keep getting um, um, deplatformed. And so where, I, I, I know there's people that are, that would get involved, but I think they have some type of a fear. What would you say to people that are still have fear around stepping forth for humanity? Find your tribe. I mean, the worst thing to do is to be alone. When you're alone, you have fear. You have fear of, dang, like, I'm going to have CPS called me, called on me because I homeschool and don't vaccinate, or, you know, the media is going to come after me and my job. One of the things that I'm very blessed with is having a very strong tribe of friends. My husband is the most solid man I've ever met, and he has my back in all my decisions. He works very hard so I can stay home to do this. Um, I have amazing friends, and I've created resources for myself. So I'm, I don't have a fear. I don't have a fear of public school or, or homeschooling because I have friends that will help me do this. I don't have a fear of losing my job or losing our livelihood because my husband's going to make at work we're going to go into different outlets of how to how to create a different stream of income so i think we need to we need to recognize that the fear that they instill in us is propaganda and if we recognize the propaganda we create resources for ourselves to to support us during this fight you're not going to be scared. I have zero, I have zero fear of the administration, Newsom's administration. I have zero fear of any alphabet agencies because I know I'm not doing anything wrong. Um, I'm speaking up for my kids. And if I don't do it, nobody else is going to do it for me. Well, I think it's totally fascinating. I had no idea that you had been in a gang. I mean, yeah. you've got your, your tattoos, but did I see the, what does it say? We, the people here? No, this is the California one, which I'm probably going to cover up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but, I, I, um, 
you, so so you had you went from gang life which was a type of fighting into a you 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 transmuted that into a new type of fighting but i think it's fascinating you don't hear about women in gangs too much you don't hear about people exiting gangs too much and then for you to be just um such a success i mean you've got mountains to climb and you've got massive successes ahead of you but i would say and i don't know that much about you this is our first conversation up until now i just see success after success you are one of i mean from even the small amount that i've seen you do it's and it's not a small amount it's a massive amount that's why i'm so fascinated by you and i just so inspired and that i hope that people can i mean your story uh, i i'm so curious to know like how how do you go from gang member to passionate freedom fighter and and just be so you're just a light i'm looking at your face right now and you just have all this light shining out of you what happened my husband i can t i can credit 100% my husband um so i joined a gang when i was 12 and um all my whole childhood, my whole adult life, um, I was an active gang member. And then my husband, I met my husband and he was also an active gang member. He went to prison where he read books and he was listening to podcasts and he's like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? Um, if it was not for my husband, I probably would not be here in this position. Um, he has given me the, the information I needed when I first started but mostly he's been my, the backbone to say, keep going. Um, you know, when I first heard about vaccines and all this stuff, I'm like, this is crazy. And in, for me, um, I don't like to be told what to do. I do not like to have anybody interfere with my kids. And I will not tolerate anybody trying to attack my children. That um, will just that crazy Latina will come out if you try to attack my kids. And my, I felt attacked. My back was against the wall when 277 hit. And I didn't know about exemptions. I didn't know that I, I didn't have to do this with my kids. I, you know, when we have kids, it's already put in our brains, the baby books and all the stuff of this is, you know, the date that you take your child to a well baby visit. I had no idea. And when my husband came to me and he said, I need you to read this. I looked at it and when my daughter was 12, I gave her the Gardasil vaccine and she reacted terribly to where she still has problems now. Um, and I was so angry. The, the, the anger I had, I wanted to fight these reps. Like I literally wanted to go fight them. And then I met my partner, Tara, who taught me how to engage in politics. Uh, she taught me how to interface. She taught me how to deal with politicians. And so between my husband and my friends who have helped me mold into this person I am, I wouldn't be in this position without them. And that's why, again, I say, you find your tribe, you find the women who are able to stand with you. Just, I mean, Tara and I were like matrix, like my back's against her back. And we're just like making sure that nobody's going to attack. That is true friendship. And without that, without the backbone of your partner, without the backbone of your friends, that's how you get involved. That's how I'm here. That's how I'm, I'm, I'm able to move the way I do is because of these people in my life. Okay. So when you say to people to find their tribe, what are some suggestions we can give them if they are sitting alone right now going, well, I do, I am passionate about humanity and our freedom and I see what's going on. How can they find their tribe? 
go to events. There's tons of events all over the place. And I've noticed, I don't know how it is in Texas, but here in California, people are very mentally beat up right now um, from the lockdowns, the restrictions, all the things. They are mentally beat up. In California, it's beautiful weather right now. People are done. They've checked out. And when I, when I see people checking out like that, it is so important to continue to go to the events, follow people on Instagram, meet people in person. I think we've got a lot. We've got very comfortable being on social media and saying, oh, yeah, I have friends on social media, but you never meet them in person. We have to start meeting in person. Go to the park and have a play date with your kids and, and your friends. That's how you find your tribe. Visit Mom Militia. We're all over the place. We're all over the United States. And don't let the media fool you into thinking that we're some kind of extremists. We are just women who are creating a new way forward. It's it's a beautiful thing to see. And there are a, a lot of us who are aligned in many ways. Maybe not every way, obviously. We're individuals. But if you talk about what you're passionate about and what, you know, freedom or what's happening in the world, the people that are uncomfortable with that will slip away, they'll do that on their own. And then the ones, like you said, your tribe will be attracted to you. So yeah. be yourself in these, be authentic in these, um, when, when you're meeting with someone, you know, or going to an event or whatever, hang, your, hang yourself out there because, you know, even though I think we've, we've been taught to, you know, be a little guarded, I find that the, the people who love you for you, then, then they know who you are, you've got, your tribe is real. It's not people yes. who think you're something you're not. Yeah. So this authenticity, I find it to be so refreshing. The the yeah. friends that I've lost over the last couple of years are, um, you know, they, it wasn't that much fun to hang out with them anyway. They, they, they weren't real friends. You know, yeah. I don't know what we would talk about. But then the people who've come into my life because of this stuff that we're forced to talk about. If we want to keep Agenda 21 or Agenda 2030, whatever it is right now, from becoming a reality, the new world order, we we've got to talk about it and we've yes. got to. And, and so I, what I just love is your activism. I think of myself as somewhat of an activist, but not anything compared to you. And, um, you know, I think I make excuses in that I'm a homeschool mom, but you're a homeschool mom. Like I have, yeah. you know, I have all this stuff on my plate. I'm doing my, this podcast, freedom junkie radio, just doing what I can to help people, um, find any type of more freedom in their lives. And, um, but what are we going to dedicate our lives to? I mean, if you've, especially once you're a mom, it's like, you've got, you know, why are we here? Is it just to be comfortable and sit around and be on social media? Or is it to maybe leave this place to where it's intact? I don't know. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, you know, I have a 23 year old daughter and she's going to have to deal with this. And so are my kids. And you know, for people who are in great states like Texas or Florida or freer states, my advice is to work politics. Nobody likes politics. We hate it. But this is why we're in this position, because we've ignored politics for so long. We vote people in and then we don't keep track of what they're doing. People have no idea what bills are being pushed through. In California, we have 3000 bills each legislative session. That is 3000 restrictions on us. And so if you're in a better state, I would say engage in politics and create policies that will protect the future generations because we see you're on good terrain. Keep it good terrain because we already know that they're going to try to turn these seats 
blue or they're going to try to turn them very progressive. And so if we have the best protections in place on the best terrain, then we can work in the worst terrain and continue to put in the best protections. That's great. Uh, yeah, because it's easy for us to get a little bit comfy. We watched some shenanigans going on here in Austin, but um, for the most part, we feel pretty free. Um, yeah. And yeah, just that there's so much that the the Second Amendment stuff, you know, I have a friend who moved here from Sri Lanka. He's a big mover and shaker. And he moved here because he, I said, why? When This was before Sri Lanka fell, you know, Sri Lanka was doing great. And he said, the battle's going to be, the battle for humanity, for the world, is going to be the United States. And he goes, and the battle for the United States is going to be in Texas. And I was like, what? You can I see I don't know. That. I think the battle is California, to be honest. We're, we're the pit of hell right now and how california goes we're the largest economy in the country how california goes the entire nation will go if we allow it and so when you're working politics it's not so much important to go to state level it's the most important location is your local districts mm -hmm. they affect you in your everyday life your board of supervisors your city councils your you know chamber of commerce these places are the most important places you can move. Not so much state, not so much the governor, because the governor can't create laws. But I'm in San Joaquin County, where I've been very, very blessed to be able to work um, local politics here. And we never had a mandate for, for muzzles. We never had um, any of the type of, of movement that they had in Los Angeles. Uh, we actually were able to pass a a ban on the passports here in my county and we have great representatives who are going to protect uh, our county and that's because we have local engagement so you know i know when people think politics are like i can't i can't work with the governor i can't get that far you can go to your your county commissioners your board of supervisors all of these local people because these local people are going to run for a higher chair and your local government can put in place um you know, bans, they can put in place uh, ordinances, they can protect the people of their county as what they're paid to do. That's fascinating, too, because I know that our federal government has obviously gotten out of hand, and most people would rather, it's just time to just scrap it and start over or something. But the local government, that's that falls to the people. And that it just, it feels better trying to work locally than trying to work in, at a bigger level. Um, and it's more and, effective. Well, and from what I understand, what you can see in the education system right now is that infiltration that when you go back and read Agenda 21, it, it, they wanted to infiltrate at a local level, all of the things, city councils, police stations, um, schools, and uh, what, I mean, just at, at every, you know, even like the hospitals and the universities, you can see, we can see it at the educational level because the um, the teachers unions are a they have a political agenda and they're running the show. You p parents don't have much to say about what I mean. It, and the the curriculums come down from so high up. There's no, it's 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 not an education anymore. It's an indoctrination, and so many people are aware of that. But it was supposed they're supposed to have in infiltrated everything. So for people to go get back involved and and find out who the judges are and and what they're up to, the city council, those kinds of things, it is. That is the good work that needs to be done because we need to get people out at that level if they're if they're bad apples. 
Yeah. It's the most important level that you're ever going to work politics on. Um, you know, the school boards, the school districts, they're the weakest link in this entire chain. Uh, you know, they don't have money to deal with lawsuits, but they have been incredibly infiltrated between superintendents, school boards, um, principals, teachers. This is where if parents have their child in a public school system, that's your fight. You know, we, we all have our niche. Um, unfortunately, I've been in, I have the whole thing. I have to work on many different hats, but for parents who are just, they want to get involved. They feel overwhelmed because they're like, there's a lot of corruption going on. I don't know what to do. Start. If you have a child in public school, start at the local level school boards, run for school board, make sure you know who's running for school board, be involved in your child's curriculum and understand what's being taught behind closed doors. I have a child in public school because of a custody issue. That school knows who I am. I instill the ever-loving God in them to know that you do not do this to my kid. And thankfully, I've had a really great um, experience with my school boards and, and the school districts. But that's where you start. Uh, one of the projects that Freedom Angels has is called America Whistledown. We're launching. We had a soft launch, but we're launching next week. And this is a team of people who are going to be investigating following the money following the money at local levels, um, uncovering things with FOIA requests, public records requests, looking at contracts, looking at policies that are being pushed, because we all know once you follow the money, you're going to follow the corruption. And so this is going to be like, an, like something like a Project Veritas, but we have very, very dedicated people who understand politics and who understand how to investigate. And so if you have something in your county, and this is going to be a, a national level, hit us up, let us know, because we're going to start looking at all of these politicians and get the bad apples out from local school boards to county commissioners okay. to state level. So Freedom Angels, this is a national uh, We are national. Organization. Yes. Okay, so if people want to get involved in Freedom Angels, is there a website? or? Yep, it's freedom-angels.org. Um, there you can see our United Counties of America initiative where we locked arms with counties across the U.S. And you can see what kind of policies that we've been able to put in place and what kind of ordinances that we've been able to do. And so we go from county commissioners, city council, board of supervisors, also in California to the school, to the school level of how you can file for a 504 plan and how you can use that to hold the schools accountable. Okay, this is amazing. And you, you are so articulate and you are so just a, such a light. And I, uh, I'm so grateful to know that I have a sister like you, that we all do, men and women, we all have you out there fighting because it's, so, it's just so good to know you are alive. When I wake up in the morning, I can, you know, I, there's a long list of people that, that you've, just, you've joined in my, my world that makes me happy to be alive at this moment in time. It's, it's one of the most, most powerful times to be alive. We talked a little bit about um, Mamalisha and how that encourages people to prep. How important do you think prepping is at this moment in time? I think I saw you post something about blockages at the ports there in California. You want to talk about yeah. that a little bit? Yeah. So, I mean, there's it, it, this is a national level. This is, you know, I think prepping it's the most important thing you can do right now, other than getting involved in politics. Um, prepping is going to, to save your family because we know that uh, desperate people do desperate things. And so when you have cut off of food, when people can't afford food, they can't afford gas, 
they're going to go into desperation mode. Uh, right now at the port in Oakland, we've been keeping an eye on the shipping containers that come in. And we were told that they are being told not to go into the camera's view so the public can't see what's being held at the ports. Uh, we already saw the supply chain in California. We have something called AB5 that passed in 2019, I believe. And this... Uh, this created a policy to where people can no longer be um, independent contractors. They had to be gig workers, which means they had to join a union. And for truckers who own their own truck right now, that's going to be a problem. AB5 has kicked in. And so truckers will not be able to own their own truck. They will not be able to have their own business. They will have to lease their truck to whatever company is going to be loading their truck in. And so we have 70,000 truckers right now who are going to be refusing to, to deliver in California. That means food shortages, oil shortages, supply shortages, and medical shortages. We're going to have all of our supplies for, med for the hospitals not available. And so when we say prep, um, one of the things we do is we teach people how to get off of the pharmaceutical drugs and how to get away from the pharmaceutical companies. We have women who are trained in homeopathy and, like I said, who are trained in functional medicine. And we hold trainings to teach people what are alternatives that you can use for your family in case you do get sick. How are you going to move in a, in a space to where you're not going to be allowed to go into the hospitals? You're not going to be allowed to get your medicine. There's not going to be uh, supplies for that. And also the food security. We've built relationships with farmers, local farmers. We've created our own community gardens. So if things do hit the fan and we don't, we can't afford the price of food or the supply chain has now been disrupted, we know that our families are going to be fed. That is our, our goal of Mom Militia. And so when mainstream media attacked us and called us all these names like extremists and terrorists, um, they try, they're trying to stop people from being engaged and to scare people saying, if you join them, this is what you're going to be. And they were somewhat successful until, you know, one of the mainstream sites ran our story and we got hundreds of women applying. But that's what Mom Militia is. We're not frontline. We're not crazy gun-toting women we are here to regain skills that we lost and to make sure that our families are fed all right well this is awesome i had a um a, a person in my life who i i highly is admire in every way he's he's an older gentleman who just he's just brilliant in many ways and i told him i was going live with you today and one of the things he was like tell everybody to make sure they've got food security because we need to weather this storm that's coming so I'm glad you covered that. Yeah. Are you aware of, uh, I don't know if I can say it on here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> are you aware of M, M, S? Do you know what that is? No. Okay, I don't think we can talk about it on, on this platform. Um, okay. But it's, uh, I, I want to just call attention to the one of the more recent podcasts I did. It's called, I'm going to just say it slowly. So maybe the like, spiders won't pick it up but a miracle mineral and it's a solution it's that's what the that's what those letters stand for and it um is something that's been swept under the rug and kept away from us it, they can't make it illegal because it's actually water it purifies water mm -hmm. it's what it's the same substance that you use if you go camping and you're trying to drink water from a stream and you put it in your little it's like for giardia or whatever it kills uh, it kills pa bad pathogens and, and parasites and stuff. It actually 
um, allows the body to, to heal itself from many different things. And I did a podcast on it. It might be something you'd want to look into. Yeah, check it Any, out. Anyone who's hearing this, because if one of the things that when I've thought about prepping, you know, we have like a great first aid kit and stuff, but the idea of how are you really going to heal yourself if, if there's no, um, nowhere to go, you know, to get help, um, this is a really great, uh, almost a panacea. It, it, it helps many different, you know, from like stomach bugs and stuff like that, even to the C word, it can help. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So look that's into important. That. I will yeah. look into it that that, you know, on our website, uh, you can go into our videos and we have a one hour uh, free webinar on what it means to prep. I know a lot of people think it's like food hoarding and things like that. But there's many different levels of preparing your family. And we show you, you know, what's the best canner to use, how you can, you know, preserve your food, how you grow your food. But the most important thing for us, for me, is what can we use in nature? that will help us heal, that will help us get, you know, any kind of illness from the very extreme to the very mild, um, things like spider bites. So you know, for <laughs> story, my son, for some reason, he has like, he gets bit by spiders all the time. And, and they're like brown recluses, they're very dangerous spiders. And we have the skills, we have the training on how to take care of spider bites without having to go to the hospital. That would have been a hospital visit twice. Instead, we know that when it's inflamed, you put grated potato on it and you wrap it with saran wrap and that takes away the inflammation. You take echinacea to release the poison from the inside of your body and you heal yourself. It, it literally took us three days to get healed for a very poisonous spider bite and it was done by a grated potato and echinacea. Yeah, for like 50 cents. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, and these are the things like we should know about these things. These aren't extreme pioneering ideas. These are things that we got lost in all of the quick fixes that the pharmaceutical companies, the, you know, now, I mean, it used to be the medical community, but now they're just pharma reps at this point. Um, but these are the skills we must learn. Even if you don't join Mom Militia, it's still important to grab your friends and to say, let's figure out on a Friday night, bring your kids over, let your kids play, look at foraging books, look at how to heal yourself. That's a tribe. You know, it is coming together, bringing your families together, the men included. We need the men involved in this. Women cannot do it by ourselves. Bring the husbands together and create solutions and resources and give yourself the education to be able to say, wait a minute, I got this. I got this. I don't need pharma to take care of my kids. I don't need political bureaucrats to tell me what I need to do. And I don't need the public school system to educate my kids. We have been, we, we have outsourced every aspect of our lives, everything from food to employment to, you know, medicine. And now it's time with all of this stuff that's happened in 2020 till now where we've realized we've had the power all along to course correct. It is now taking it to our real lives and bringing it to our families and our friends and knowing you're fully capable of doing this with your family. Well, I uh, am so grateful for you that for all of the things that you're doing and just to take time out and help educate other people and bring people into the fold and give people inspiration. Is there anything else that we haven't covered that you'd like to throw out there that you'd like people to think about or know about? 
I think we covered a lot. Everybody's head's probably like exploding right now. You know, you can, um, if you're interested in politics, you can go to freedom-angels.org um, on Thursday. Actually, tonight at six o'clock, we're going to have an open Zoom meeting on what you can do at a local level to get involved in politics. And this is all across the United States. You don't have to be in California. If you're interested in getting involved with Mom Militia, you can go to Mom Militia DOT org and go under check out all the tabs all the tabs are important it shows you uh what we are who we what we do and how we move and then you can apply every member goes through a vetting process because we're trusting you with our children we're trusting you with our information and i am very big on security um, and then lexit you can go to wearelexit.org if you are interested in blowing the whistle on the democratic party and the latino community and um, for my chapter northern california I give you political training on how to interface with, with all the things from a local to state level. Well, all of that will be uh, in the show notes on the podcast. Uh, I'll be taking this live interview and turning it into a podcast. I'll be able to post it here in the next few days on Freedom Junkie Radio. Uh, well, it, it, I'm, I'll post it on freedomjunkieradio.com, but where it'll really be found is on the podcast. So when you go and search a podcast, Spotify or Apple Music or even I, I'll try to put it on YouTube. I think I think they did it I don't think so. You don't think so? You don't think so? YouTube hates me. They they take my if, if you even show my face, they take it off. So I mean you can try it, see what happens. Well, okay, thanks for the warning. Because yeah. when I know for sure that it's gonna get taken down, I've already had one interview taken down and I only get two more. And then my YouTube channel's done. So I mean I hate playing in their game and in their system, but I'm still trying to reach as many people as I can. Um yep. So, but it will be on Rumble if people want to see it. Uh, and so, yeah, Freedom Junkie Radio, I'm on Telegram, you are too. And um, so th this has just been amazing and so inspirational. I'm going to go check out Mama Alicia and, and Freedom <laughs> Angels and, and see if there's, there's got to be a local chapter already around here in the Mama Alicia. And We're everywhere. <laughs> okay. Denise, you're such an inspiration. Thank you so Thank much. You. Keep it up. There's people out there watching that you will never know who are, who are in love with you and just in such, in, in a pot and just that. Thank you. You are, you're being so vocal and so active and you're beautiful and you shine radiantly. And I'm so grateful that you're you. on the side of freedom in this fight. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love you guys so much for holding the line and for just blowing the whistle on what's going on. Can't do it without all of you guys involved. So thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, Denise. We'll be in Thanks. touch. And uh, until right. next time. Bye. Ciao.